Hey everybody, welcome to He's Hot But Something's Off with me, just Joey T. I am back in my regular recording studio for those of you watching the video podcast, back with my mint green feature wall. Um, I just got back from New York yesterday. It's Tuesday night as I record this. I flew back from New York Pride yesterday on Monday. And there has been some storms over on the East Coast, apparently, which I didn't know uh, over the weekend because I was just partying away for New York Pride, uh, which was a pretty good time. Uh, but missed my connecting flight yesterday coming back. I was supposed to connect through uh, Washington, Dallas. There were storms and stuff. They had ground stops at the airport that caused delays and backups and all of that stuff. So I missed my flight and I was stuck in the airport for few hours i was flying united and i called them up twice and i had to do this whole bunch of stuff i fly all the time actually um i probably go on a flight a trip like once a month so this month in june i think i just like the fourth trip i think uh that i've went on um so i fly all the time and for me going to the airport is it's almost like a second LAX is almost like a second home to me. I'm always at Terminal 7 where United is. I know where everything is in Terminal 7 at LAX. And I'm very familiar with the economy parking as well. Um, but yeah, once in a while you get delays and things like that. And uh, yeah, it's uh, travel is not really air travel. It's not really an enjoyable thing. For a lot of people, I actually really like flying, though. I like the experience of flying. I'm really into transportation. Uh, I like cars. I like bicycles. I don't really ride a bicycle nowadays, though, and I wasn't a kid. But um, I love airplanes. I read about airplanes in, like, my spare time, like, all the latest aircrafts and, like, airline news and things like that. There are, like, some, like, airline blogs um, and, like, air travel blogs that I follow and I read a lot of. Um so I like the act of flying, but yesterday was just a trying day uh, in terms of just getting from A to B. Uh, but speaking of New York Pride, I went to a couple of parties there. I went to a Planet Pride party on Saturday, and I went to Alegria on Sunday. Uh, for those that are kind of familiar with these parties, um, Alegria is actually a circuit party, uh, like a line of circuit parties that happens in New York on most special occasions along weekends. And then Planet Pride is actually a really uh, fun part that I like a lot. And I was at Planet Pride uh, last year for New York Pride as well. So it happens at this venue in Brooklyn called the Avid Gartner. And they've got three completely separate rooms or stages at that venue. And in the uh, main stage room uh, called the Brooklyn Mirage, it's got this roof that opens up. Uh, so it's really, really cool. They got these wraparound, this super wide wraparound uh, display TV screen that goes around like the entire back and side of like the front stage. And uh, they had uh, Gareth Emery there. was one of the DJs spinning uh, in that main stage. And they also had uh, some circuit DJs and Louise, uh, who I love. I love it when she spins. She was at the kind of like the circuit stage. And thing that I uh, find interesting about that party is it's actually not that expensive for what you're getting considering that it's the Saturday night party at New York Pride 
I think tickets were going for like 150 to 200 dollars depending on if you got the early bird or like what tier you got but for 200 dollars for a saturday night party doing new york pride weekend and you're getting like three separate stages and you're getting drag queens they're performing there. aquaria uh was there i think she was spinning uh and then you got um some pretty like top tier circuit music DJs like Anne Louise was there. And then you got uh, like Gareth Emery uh, for like an EDM. And then they had some uh, special uh, surprise guests that showed up. Uh, Adam Lambert uh, apparently was uh, one of the surprise guests that showed up. So for $200 to get all of that, considering that it's like Saturday night, New York party, that's actually a, like a really good deal. One circuit party that, I have always thought is not a good deal. I try very hard not to badmouth any like parties that I go to because first of all, I'm not in the business of like being a critic on like gay parties or circuit parties. Like my friends and I, we go to the parties that we enjoy and we don't go to the parties that we don't enjoy. But I once in a while, I'll have people that ask me, oh, well, what are your, some of your favorite um, gay parties or circuit parties have you been to? And then sometimes they'll also ask me, what are some gay parties that are a good value? Or like, you know, if you could only go to like one or two parties out of the year, um, which ones would you go? Which would be like the best experience, the best bang for your buck, right? So I think for like New York Pride for $200, Planet Pride was like a really good value. Um, I know... The white party line of parties is very popular for gay guys, especially the circuit gays. But some of them are not great value, especially I think white party in Palm Springs, given like the production value versus like the cost of the tickets. It's like not really the best value to kind of pick up an example. I mean, white party Palm Springs it's kind of like one of the original like white party events, I think. I haven't done the history or research on that. Um, but it's been around for a long time. It's kind of sort of like, quote unquote, the flagship white party uh, events in the US. Um, Palm Springs being a gay destination, obviously. But I've been to white party Palm Springs like three times now. And they used to have, um, I mean, they still do have the Sunday afternoon tea dance that's like out in like it's outdoors, it's actually a parking lot. Um, and they historically have had some really big um, surprise pop stars that have performed on that Sunday outdoor tea dance. I can't for the life of me think of uh, some of the names. Uh, sorry, jet lagged here. Um, but, you know, to go to like the Saturday night main party for White Party Palm Springs, it's something like $150. So you're dancing in a convention center and the music is good, but if you compare that to like I spending $150 at New York Pride Saturday night and, you know, like the Planet Pride part I just discussed and where you get three separate stages and you get acts like um, Amanda, Amanda Lepore uh, was also like at, like was also there this Saturday, um, Gareth Emery and you getting also the circuit DJs and also drag queens. That's like, you know, the value proposition is like clear to see. But aside from partying, um, I had a pretty good time in New York. Flight delays uh, aside, um, I'm 
kind of glad to be back here in LA though. The worst thing that happened to me um, was in the neighborhood where the hotel was, like I mentioned in the last episode of the podcast where um, I was broadcasting out of my hotel in New York. But during the two parties that I went to, um, I lost things. And I don't bring that much stuff with me to one of these parties. But it took about an hour to get from my hotel in Queens to this venue that was in Brooklyn uh, via the subway. And because it was like a longer commute, I decided to bring my earbuds with me. And I have this little uh, bag that I put around my ankles. If you go on Amazon, you can get um, bags that strap to like your arms. It's designed to be strapped around your arms. That holds like your cell phone. And it's got like, uh, you can two compartments. You can put your phone in one compartment and you can put like other things like your keys in the other compartment. It's designed so that if you're running or jogging, you're out on the boat, you have somewhere to put your phone and like your keys or whatever, right? Because you don't want to like just put them in your pocket and have it like, shake around and I put that actually around my ankle so that is like out of the way I'm not like hitting people with it you know it's not in the way when I'm dancing um so I put my earbuds into that bag around my ankle and once in a great while I don't zip the bag up a hundred percent in my not completely sober state during a party um and on Saturday, uh, by the time I went to leave and I was going to put my earbuds on for the subway ride back home, I discovered that the earbuds were gone. Um, these were kind of nice Beats earbuds that are like $200. So um, I have AirPods as well uh, that I'm now using. I prefer the Beats ones uh, because they fit me a lot more securely. Those are the ones I wear all the time now for earbuds but i also have the airpods which are like my backup uh which i went to the gym today in la and i'm wearing those so that's completely fine uh but it was kind of like oh i just lost like a 200 dollars pair of earbuds which kind of sucks and that was saturday and when i was coming home from the party one of the things i like to do and uh, david likes to do as well is to get mcdonald's in the middle of the morning, coming back like after the party, or, like on the way home. And in New York, in Manhattan, where the train ran through that I had to take to get back to the hotel, there are several McDonald's that claim to be 24 hours. Um, I'm fast learning because we go to McDonald's so often after like a party on a weekend. Um, around four o'clock, the McDonald's, they will close down temporarily while they clean or do like a changeover for like the next day or whatever it is, even if it claims to be 24 hours open. So David and I here in LA, I think we went to a party like earlier this month or last month and we we're driving back um, and it was like around 4 a.m. and we were at the drive through for McDonald's in the middle of Los Angeles uh, because only a drive through was open and it was like a really long wait. And then like there are certain things that they didn't have on the menu. Um, so that was weird. And then this past Saturday, um, I literally went to three separate McDonald's in like midtown Manhattan on the way back from the party. I picked one that was like uh, uh, on the way just off of the subway stop on the 
train I was riding back, and that one was closed. I walked to another one that was a block away, and that one was closed. And I walked to another one that's another block away, and that was closed. So I basically spent 30 minutes walking around at 4 a.m. in Midtown Manhattan trying to find McDonald's that's supposed to be open but wasn't open. So uh, I, I, there's nothing like McDonald's just hits different when it's 4 a.m. First is we just get it in the middle of the day. It is so good. It's one of my guilty pleasures, if you will. But I had food. Uh, back at the hotel, so I just made do with that. But the next day, I was like, okay, I'm going to leave the party in time to get there before 4 o'clock when they have this like weird changeover closure thing, and I'll get my McDonald's. Um, on Sunday, it was Alegria, uh, which is a circuit party, same venue again in Brooklyn, and I was having a really good time on Sunday. Just the crowd was really good, the music was really good, and I was dancing with my friends, and I was having a really good time, and I actually set uh, a couple of timers on my watch to go off so that I would leave in time to get to a McDonald's by like 3.30. But I was having such a good time, I just like ignored the uh, alarms that went off my watch. But it was only like 2 or 2.30 and it was like the party goes to like 4.30 or 5. And I was having a really good time, so I just kept dancing. And like 3 o'clock-ish, 3.15 rolls around, and now I'm starting to like sober up and I'm like, okay, I really want to get McDonald's now. But the only way I was able to make it to McDonald's by this time before four o'clock was if I took a car, but the subway would have take too long. It was like $50 to get a lift to go from the venue in Brooklyn to like Midtown Manhattan. And then my plan was, okay, take a car there um, to a McDonald's that's still open. And then once I get the food, I can take the train the rest of the way back to the hotel and I can just heat it back up at the hotel and eat it. This is how much of a basic bitch I am. Uh, it was $50 to take that car ride. Um, in my, in the particular unique state that I was in after a night of partying at 3.30 a.m., in Brooklyn, standing there on the street, I called the $50 lift. And I got into the car. Uh, it was going on its merry way to a 24 hours McDonald's in Midtown Manhattan. And then I noticed that my ring was gone. So I have a Aura ring, which is a, a health tracking, sleep tracking ring that I wear. Um, and this is like another story, uh, which is important for understanding why I lost this ring. When I decided to get this ring, um, you have to pick what size ring you want, just like any other ring, right? You have to size it. And um, you can get this like sizing kit, which is a bunch of like dummy plastic rings in all the different sizes. So you can kind of try out different sizes on different fingers to see what you like. So now I know that if you had a ring on your left hand ring finger, that usually means, in Western cultures at least, that you are married or you are engaged. I would like to think I'm a smarter person than I actually am. Um, but when I was doing the sizing exercise with these dummy rings, I totally forgot about that fact that, you know, there's symbolism 
tied to having a ring on your left ring finger. Even as I'm saying this, I'm like, Joey, you're so stupid. But for me, I chose to get this aura ring for my left ring finger based on the following. So because I'm right-handed, so I usually like grabbing things with my right hand. And I felt that having the ring on my right hand, it would like scratch the ring up or like it would keep clacking on things, which is kind of true when I try to wear the ring on my right hand. On my uh, left hand, um, I didn't want to, it didn't feel good on my index finger uh, or on my pinky. Because if I have on my pinky, I would like frequently slam it or scratch it on like a table or like the laptop when I'm working on it. It felt really weird on my middle finger and also, it felt weird on my index finger. So I ended up sizing this ring for my left hand <laughs> ring finger. Um, it, I still kind of can't believe to this day how I didn't put it together that I shouldn't have be I shouldn't have worn a ring on my left ring finger when I'm not engaged or maybe I don't even I'm not even in a relationship. I don't even have a boyfriend. So call me stupid. I, I'm calling myself stupid, but I sized the ring from the left ring figure. Now, more stupidity. I'm really not as smart as you might think I am, or you probably don't think I'm smart anymore. When I go to a place where they might be eligible guys, like the gym that I go to like six times a week, I would take the ring off of my ring finger and put it onto a different finger. Now, the only other fingers where uh, the ring will fit given a size are my pinkies because weirdly my right hand ring finger is bigger bone than my left one. So it doesn't really fit on my right hand ring finger. Like it's like too tight. Um, so the only other fingers I can really put on are my pinky fingers where it's like a little bit loose and it's usually not been a problem. Fast forward to this past Sunday. So because I'm going to a place with a ton of gay guys, I didn't want it to look like I was engaged or married or whatever. So I took it and I actually put it onto my right pinky finger where the ring was like a little bit too big for it. And in everyday life, that's not a problem. But at this party, and I was dancing with friends, and uh, some of my friends were like a little grabby with the hands, like taking my hands and things like that. At some point during that party, the rings slipped off. So when I got into this $50 Lyft or Uber to go to McDonald's early Monday morning at 3.30 a.m., that's when I realized I no longer have the ring. And these aura rings, they're like two or $300 each. And then plus tax. So it just became a super expensive weekend for me in terms of lost items. I usually don't lose things um, at these parties. I don't usually have earbuds when I go to a party because like, why would you usually? It doesn't usually take me an hour to get to the party. And that's why I had earbuds because the subway is really loud. Um, that's why I wanted to like have noise causing earbuds. And then the ring, I like wearing it because I'm tracking my steps. I'm tracking like my calorie burn right at the party. So that's how it became a really expensive weekend uh, for me. Um, I being jobless right now and not having that much income coming in, 
Um, I'm not replacing the items that I lost. I have um, AirPods that I am using now, and they're perfectly fine. They're like perfectly functional. Um, and then the ring is not really an essential. The health tracking, sleep tracking ring, I do use it all the time. Uh, whenever I wake up, I'll check the app to see like all the metrics and numbers. Um, it recorded of how well I sleep and it will record throughout the day, how many calories I burn and how many steps I've taken. It does all that stuff, but that's not so essential. So when I have a proper day job and I get some regular income, then I will let myself consider getting uh, maybe another ring. Uh, the Aura ring, uh, not sponsored by the way. I uh, actually really like it. I think it's one of the better like kind of tech gadget purchases uh, I've made and I've had it for, I guess I've had it for like a year and a half or two years now. Um, looking back on it, I'm actually surprised I didn't lose it earlier. Um, I sometimes will take off the ring like um, when I'm doing certain things. I don't weight lift with the ring because if you're lifting weights and you're gripping onto maybe like a heavier um, set of weights, um, it might damage the ring. So whenever I go to the gym and I'm changing, I will put the ring into my gym bag. Um, then I'll go like lift weights and do whatever. And then when I'm in the change room to like change out of my clothes, um, that's where I put the ring back on. Once in a while, I'll like lose my ring around the house because like I'm taking the ring off to put into my pocket because like maybe I was like doing something where I didn't want to damage the ring or like I've taken a shower. So like I take it off, but sometimes I don't wear it in the shower. So things like that, but uh, yeah, it was an expensive weekend from uh, that point of view. Um, more uh, travel coming up for me. Um, I'm in LA today, and tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, I am going to fly to Chicago. I've got like an 8, 8.30 a.m. flight out to Chicago, um, because tomorrow I'm going to meet up with my friend Eric uh, and we're going to go see the Twice concert, which is this uh, K-pop girl group that I'm a huge fan of. And their concert is in Chicago tomorrow night. So uh, that will be in about uh, less than 24 hours uh, for me. Um, and then I fly right back right after. I did have uh, a couple of friends um, that have um, said they might be going to Sakata in Michigan, which is like small little town, but they do like... Um, a good set of gay parties there for like long weekends and holiday weekends and things like that. July 4th weekend is this coming weekend. And I mentioned to them I was going to be in Chicago for this concert. And they're like, hey, we're thinking maybe going to Sakata for um, for July 4th. And I've been there for July 4th uh, a few years ago uh, with some other friends. It was like a lot of fun. Um, I, I've just been like with the earbuds and the ring being lost and like all the uh missing the connection the flight connection yesterday and then my friend um eric that i'm meeting up with like matching up my chicago flights uh with when he's gonna be in chicago yesterday was just such like a trying day for me air travel wise that i'm like I kind of sort of want to like just a break from travel for like a little bit. And I would just spend a whole week in New York and I'm going to Chicago to like to see this concert, which I'm going to love the concert. I already know it before I even get there. Um, but then if I want to like stay um, to go to Sakata, Michigan for the weekend, it's a two and a half hour drive from Chicago. Chicago is like the biggest like city that's closest to this town. Uh, so you would fly to Chicago O'Hare airport 
drive like two and a half hours in there. My friends, they live in Chicago, so they can go from there. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm going to go. So I might just do the concert in Chicago and then fly right back out. Uh, in next week's uh, podcast episode, you'll get to hear uh, if I really went to Sakata or if I just stay in LA for July 4th. So tune back in next week. Hope you're subscribed to the podcast. And as always, just to wrap up the episode of the podcast, I want to talk a little about RuPaul's Drag Race, Some Stars, Season 8. And uh, this past week, we have uh, now narrowed it down to uh, the final four. Uh, Alexis, uh, Jimbo, uh, Jessica, and Candy. Um, I am not the biggest fan of the runways. Well, let me rephrase that. I don't, I'm not a fashion person. I don't have a great eye for fashion. Uh, I just wear sweatpants and like t-shirts or tanks all the time. Half my closet is actually free clothes. We'll get into that in another episode. Um, but I don't really have like an eye for design or fashion or anything like that. So it doesn't, the design challenge episodes on Drag Race, usually I'm not super duper interested in them. Um, but I think for this week, I do think, um, Alexis's outfit, um, was the most polished and I really actually did like that look. And I know, uh, last week I went on about, you know, how I'm not the biggest fan of Alexis Michelle, but she kind of tried it out this week. So credit where credit is due. And the bit of drama is, uh, who, she was going to pick to go home from the bottom. So um, for a moment, I thought she was going to pick Candy to go home because, you know, um, Alexis and Lala had kind of the thing. Lala saved Alexis the week before, and then Alexis kept saying, oh, like, you know, thank you for, like, looking out for me, and, like, I'm not going to forget it, which is not the same as, I'm not going to send you home as in like an alliance, right? Um, so in a way, I felt like uh, I, w- I would, uh, I'd always wanted to see Candy in like the top and in the finale. So in that way, I'm kind of glad Candy stuck around because I think she's, you know, like really talented and I kind of always saw her being in the top. Um, I saw Jimbo in the top as well. I had wanted Jessica to also be in the top. Um, I um, don't know. I would have picked from the beginning of the season that Alexis would have made it to the top four. But uh, I was talking to David earlier about this today. But on paper, um, Alexis actually did pretty well the entire season. Like, I mean, despite what I said last week and despite what anyone thinks uh, or have their own opinions about um, the personalities or the attitudes of any of the drag queens, um, whether it's positive or negative, you know, at the end of the day, two things, right? It's show what you've got, right? Your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And also, hey, it's a TV show. There's some production going on, right? And by those kind of objective metrics, Alexis did do quite well throughout the whole season and she's actually got a pretty decent track record um uh, throughout most of it so 
on paper, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that, you know, she's uh, well lasted this long, despite um, what I think of her subjectively in terms of like things that she've done or things that she've said on the show. I mean, that's that that's separate. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to I'm looking forward to um, to see who's going to make it to the finale. So the Fame Games is supposed to start voting on July 14th. So there's at least a couple more episodes. Uh, I was wondering, are they going to do like a top three? Because I think in the preview for next week, they said there's going to be some sort of roast and it's going to be the top four. So are they going to do the thing where a lot of the previous seasons of All-Stars, it was always been the top four that's done the finale. So is that going to be a top four? And no, it's going to get eliminated next week. Are we going to maybe see like a top three this time and someone's going to get cut after next week? Um, are they going to have some sort of like reunion type of a thing? Maybe something, uh, David had this idea where like maybe they're going to have an extra episode, you know, um, before the, like after the uh, last episode or before the reunion. So I'm trying to say of something to like promote the fame games more to like kind of get all the viewers to like vote uh, online for that. So yeah, we'll see. But with the <laughs> exception of Alexis Michelle, um, the other uh, girls that are in the top three were girls that I thought would be in the top three from the beginning of the season. I actually wanted to see there. I think, um, yeah, it's hard to, I, I think initially I thought it was going to be uh, Jimbo, Candy, uh, Jessica, and James, uh, I think was my initial pick for like the top four. Three out of four, yeah, it's actually not too bad. All right, and that brings us to the end of another episode. Quick reminders, you can uh, watch the uh, video version of the podcast on Spotify as well as on my YouTube channel, Just Joey T. And I tend to go over 30 minutes on these, which is like my self-imposed limit. So I might be thinking maybe I'll give you all possibly in the future two shorter episodes in a week, maybe like a 20-minute episode but twice a week. What do you guys think about that? And again, also let me know if you would like me to do like a Patreon again, but there's some topics that I want to talk about that's not quote unquote advertiser friendly and Spotify and YouTube might not like me talking about those things. So juice your stuff basically that it was on like a Patreon where, you know, things are a little bit looser there and I can talk about some additional types of topics. But until next week, bye.